and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and spiritual listeners, this is indeed 2020, and this is going to be an outstanding year. We are going to have signs and wonders and miracles this year. We are going to have wonderful things because we have a God, a loving God. He loves us dearly. And he has a plan for each and every one of us, a good plan. This is also 5,780 in the Jewish calendar. We know that this is a time right now where we're in the valley, the valley due to the virus, the coronavirus, and the virus of racism. However, we shall overcome. Spiritual believers, I have been talking the last few episodes about how to divorce-proof your marriage, and in particular, I've been talking about supernatural sex, and today, I would like to share some more insights on how to divorce-proof your marriage, but before we begin, let's do a quick micro-spiral. What? We have an enemy, correct? An enemy that comes against our marriage in the area of sex and money. Those are the two areas he targets primarily in the marriage. Also, that in order to have supernatural sex, you must couple in the spiritual realm, on the spiritual level first, and then on the soul level, which is the activity of the mind, the will, and the emotions, and then the body, the muscles, the bones, the blood. And you must walk in forgiveness and not be offended because it's a doorway, it's a back door to, for Satan to get into your life, get into your marriage and still kill and destroy you and everything that you love. So I've spent quite a bit of time discussing these things and I want to also share about of course I talked about the power of what your words that this is a voice activated planet and that this planet is designed to command command with words just recently my daughter finally got her driver's license thank you thank you Lord and she um, she missed her earlier appointment because we ended up going to the wrong destination. But we got another appointment at 2.30. But it was based on the condition that if it didn't rain. And it was pouring down rain. I was very upset with Jordan a little bit because of her not being more prepared. But I knew that I had the authority the power to command the rain to stop and just before 2.30 I commanded the rain to stop so that Jordan could take her driver's test and the rain stopped this is not witchcraft or anything like that this is the authority and power that God has given every believer on planet earth that has accepted Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior we have authority and 
dominion over this earth. Of course, we must understand and understand that this authority and power is for the kingdom of God and for Daddy God Yuaybahe's glory, Daddy God Yuaybahe's glory and his honor and for his pleasure. This is an example of why words are so critical and how you must be very careful with your words concerning your marriage. When you speak, prepare the atmosphere that is a loving and nurturing atmosphere. When your husband comes home, he should be, he should be running to come into the sanctuary and to be, have his wounds, um, bandaged up and he's filled, he's kissed and loved and nurtured. And the same thing is true for the wife. She comes home. She's, she's surrounded by love and kind words and just, just, Joy, right? You want your home to be full of joy. You want your home to be full of peace. You want your home to be full of love. And it can be with the power of your words and the words that you want to speak are the words of God. So, you have this opportunity to have a divorce-proof marriage. You understand now that you have an enemy. You are. You understand that you've been dating your representative. You understand that if you listen to the Holy Spirit, He will guide you into all truth, and He will guide you on how to have a spectacular, wonderful marriage. The Holy Spirit knows you intimately, and the Holy Spirit knows your spouse intimately. And when you listen to the Holy Spirit, He will, He will, He will share with you all truth. And that truth will be bathed in the love of the living God. As we continue this journey on how to have a divorce-proof marriage. Why is it so important? Why am I spending all this time sharing the wisdom that God has given me? Because when you have a man and a woman totally sold out to God and totally sold out to each other, there's nothing that they cannot do and they're going to have wonderful, a wonderful family, and they're going to be wonderful contributors to the community that they live in, to the state that they live in, to the nation that they live in, and to the world that they live in. And so, this is why it is so important that you, you divorce-proof your marriage. Once again, like I said for myself, is is critical that you re- remain celibate if you are have been married and now you're divorced. You need to remain celibate. That means no sex until you what remarry, and then on your wedding night you can have super 
natural sex, which is the best sex you'll ever have in your entire life, right? Because it's not only just sex, it's having sexual exchange in your body, but you're having an exchange in your soul and an exchange in your spirit. And of course, God is the creator of sex, so he knows what he's talking about. And also, you can go forth and do great exploits for the kingdom of God, and you can raise godly children that are going to do awesome and wonderful things for the world. One of the interesting um, stories that I tell my class is um, there was a farmer, a, a farmer named Fleming in Scotland. This is a true story. My teacher, one of my favorite teachers, um, Mrs. Massacott, sent it to me when I started teaching here at FAMU, and so I, I shared it with my students because it's a pretty powerful story. But it's an example of producing godly seed. So Farmer Fleming was in the field and in the bog, which is equivalent to quicksand in, in Louisiana. And this young boy, lad, was crying and struggling because he was sure he was going to die a certain, sure and slow death. But Farmer Fleming was able to save his life and get him out of the bog. And he ran home and told his father about this great man that saved his life. And just to tell you, this is a long time ago because this this nobleman pulls up in his carriage with his fine horses at um, Fleming's um, um, home, which was, you know, not that extravagant. And... He knocked on the door and Flemings came to the door and he says, I want to repay you for saving my son's life. And of course, Fleming said, no, I cannot possibly accept uh, anything like that for saving your son's life. But right when he said that, his son, his son, Farmer Fleming's son, who was about the same age as the nobleman's son, was scurrying across the room, house to get a peek at who was at the door with the beautiful carriage and the fine horses. And so the nobleman said, let me give your son the same education that my son shall receive. And I am sure that we will both be extremely proud of him if he's anything like his father. And so Father uh, Farmer Flemings agreed to permit his son to go off to England and to get the education that the nobleman's son received. Lo and behold, he was correct. He went off to, he did very well in school and went off to um, London to the, um, to the medical school in London, England. And he was a discoverer of penicillin. And his name was Sir Alexander Fleming, and he was knighted by the Queen. 
And what was so awesome about that discovery was before the discovery of penicillin, millions and millions of people died of the Spanish flu. Millions and millions of people died of influenza and, um, and all sorts of viruses. And, and so this young lad, God used him to come up with this invention of penicillin, which basically saved millions of people from certain death. And guess what? That same young lad that was in the bog got pneumonia, and guess what saved his life? Penicillin. So not only was the father responsible for saving this young lad's life, but also Sir Alexander Fleming. The son also was responsible for saving his life. So this young man must have been pretty important. Well, this young man's father's name was Randolph Churchill. And his name was what? Winston Churchill. And we all know that Winston Churchill played a vital role in the saving of the world, basically. Because he... England was the last um, country standing between Germany taking total, taking over totally the world. And the Americans came on board. He was able to persuade the Americans to join the forces and they overthrew um, Hitler. So Winston Churchill was the little boy that was saved from the the quicksand de- death of the bog and pneumonia with penicillin. So I tell these kind of stories because this is important that people understand that when you have a divorce proof marriage, then you can have healthy children, children that, that can make a difference in the world and make a difference not only in um, their own lives, but in others, right? So this is why I believe the Lord wanted me to do this teaching on this series on how to divorce prove your marriage. We have an interesting um, challenge coming up. As I said earlier, something is going to happen at the end of August. And I would like for everyone that has been listening to this radio broadcast to please um, get Psalms 91, the prayer of protection, and read it out loud first thing in the morning. I've been doing Psalms 91 for years and years and years. And just before this outbreak of the coronavirus, uh, um, just two years before that, God, the Holy Spirit gave me a, a new song about the blood of Jesus. And so I sing this song now along with my um, worship. When I get up in the morning, I praise and worship um, my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus and the Father, Daddy God, you and Lord God, Holy Spirit. But then a year before that, he told, the Holy Spirit told me, the Father and the Holy Spirit told me to start taking Holy Communion every morning. So I've got Psalm 91. 
I've got the blood of Jesus, and now I have Holy Communion. And I'm telling you, this is putting super on your natural. Yes, you are to do the things in the natural. Yes, you are to wash your hands and wear your mask when you go into um, facilities. But you need to put some super on top of that natural. So, let's get back to how to divorce-proof your marriage. So, the words that you speak. So, you need to go, what is your dream? What is your, what is your dream marriage like? Think about what you really want in your marriage. Uh, Pastor Bill Winston, he did this when he first got married. Of course, it goes to the same faces like any, everybody else's marriage. And Pastor Winston, Dr. Bill Winston, um, he basically said that, you know, he started having, you know, some issues in his marriage. And so he started pronouncing what he wanted in his marriage. He started reading the Proverbs 31 woman over his wife. And now, Guess what? <laughs> um, um, Dr. Bill Winston has a, a dream marriage with, and he, cause he prayed and he decreed and declared what he wanted in his marriage. And of course they're having supernatural sex. He says their sex life is better now as they gotten older than it was when in the beginning. So God expects us things to get better. There was really aging was not supposed to happen. Death was not supposed to happen. We were supposed to, our marriages were supposed to get better and better with every day, passing day. That It was a whole different design that God had designed and wanted for His children. So, let's Think about what you really want in life and find the word of God and pronounce it. Pronounce the favor of God over your marriage. Pronounce the favor of God over your your job, over your children. Pronounce the favor of God. Speak the word of God. One of the words that um, um, Dr. Winston gave me to meditate on was the Barak. The blessing of the Lord makes me rich, enriches me, makes me wealthy, waxes me rich. And Dedigayuhevahe adds no toil, no sorrow, no pain, no sweat to his Barak, to the Barak, the blessing of the Lord. Pick some words, pick some scriptures, and start pronouncing that. Now, of course, the enemy is going to attack you, but you must not be deceived and not be lured into speaking um, ill over your spouse. And you need to ask for wisdom, insight, understanding, and knowledge the spirit of the Lord, the quick understanding and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of might and the spirit of counsel and the discernment of spirit. And it's very critical that you 
plead the blood of Jesus over the love that you have for your spouse because it is so critical. Why? Because the love that we have on this planet has been corrupted. If it hasn't been purged and cleansed with the blood, it's been corrupted. For example, we have in the Greek, we have very several different um, forms of love, right? In the Greek, you have the, I guess, who I guess the storge love, right? Which is the love that a, that a mother has for her child or the love that a father has for their child. That storge love. But if it is not bathed in the blood of Jesus, it could be corrupted. And this is where you have incest or people doing awful things to their children that are inappropriate because that love has been perverted. But if you cover it with the blood of Jesus, it's become, it goes back to the original way that God designed it to be. Same thing with Philae love, which is the Greek word for the brotherly love that you have for one another. And once again, if it is not bathed in the blood of Jesus, then it's going to be corrupted and you're going to have your fair weather friends. You're going to have people that are um, not for you, right? They are against you or they're for you as long as it's to their advantage. And when you can no longer do anything for them, then they're no longer your friends. Well, that's not the filet love that God ordained. And that's why you have to bathe it with the blood of Jesus. And then you get the true brotherly love, the brother that's going to stick to you closer than a blood brother, right? So the filet love, the friendship love. And then we have the eros love, which is the sexual love and the sensual love. And of course, if this is not bathed in the blood of Jesus, then this love is not going to be right. And that's where we get into um, physical abuse, um, um, the, the, all these, a lot of awful things that happen, um, in the area of the sexual love that God did not ordain. That's not what he had in mind. And therefore, if you cover that Eros love with the blood of Jesus, then you could have supernatural what? Sex. And so we go to the ultimate love which is the agape love and that's the unconditional love of God and that love is so powerful because that love is about you love that individual so much that you only want the very best for them and you're willing to sacrifice sacrifice so that so that that individual can have the very best and that's the kind of love that Christ Jesus gave us when he died on the cross at Calvary or Galgatha, depending on your terminology. So, agape love, you want to love your spouse. You want to have all of those loves with your spouse. You want to definitely have arrows. You definitely want to have be a friend. And you definitely want to have the agape love of God. And you want to love your children. The, the right way. So, as we um, 
continue the revelation revealing the different things that you need in divorce proofing your marriage we need to understand that if 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 you want to walk in the agape love of Christ Jesus the 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 love the eros love of supernatural sex the philae love of having a true friendship and you want to turn the world upside down for the kingdom of God you want to have godly seeds and godly relationships then you want to control your words and never ever let your emotions dictate what you want in your life it never speak out of your emotions right or correct so if you speak out of your emotions then you're going to be speaking from the flesh and when you speak from the flesh you're going to receive death and if you take a close look at your life and you look at the areas where you spoke from the emotional realm instead of the spiritual realm you spoke death instead of life you will see death in that arena of your life be very careful with your words and walk in the agape love of Christ Jesus when you are divorce proofing your marriage once you are walking in a divorce proof marriage and you are united as one with the father the son and the holy spirit and with your spouse then you need to sit down and think about what is your joint destiny and i recommend strongly that you and your spouse go on a retreat and and of course i the best that you separate in the mornings where you can um get with god and you know get your individual um directives from the lord and then come back together in the evening and share the plan and put the plan write it down make it plain make the vision plain but then if you have a family then you need to go on a second retreat where you um map out the destiny of each individual child and god will give you guidance for that year on what is needed to prepare your child for their future and that will also um help keep the marriage healthy and strong and the family unit healthy and strong i was thinking and reflecting on the different things that i learned um in the marriage and how i wanted to share as much as i could um with with the listening audience so that you too can have a divorce proof marriage i would like to go ahead and close out this broadcast with um romans 10:9 if you profess with your mouth and you believe in your heart 
that Christ Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead, and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, then, and you profess it with your mouth, you are saved. So, spiritual believers, thank you for joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. To be